<clears throat> Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, uh, for coming out here today. Uh, I would like to um, just really, really, uh, I'd love to individually thank you all. I know that there's so many people in the room, um, and you're wondering why you're here. Um, Buddy Danger, legendary commissioner of the same level fantasy football league, has called a press conference for a mysterious reason, and I don't want to drag this along or make this harder than it has to be. Uh, but really, really, at the end of the day, Vontae Davis was a big inspiration to me recently. He basically, you know, he, 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 he told it how it was. He said, you got to get out before the CTE makes you kill yourself or if you literally just find yourself drowning on a team that can't help you. Uh, and that's where I feel like I am today. I, Buddy Danger, am retiring from fantasy football. Effective immediately. And I'm here, uh, I'm here to take your questions on this. So uh, uh, let's go over there. Uh, you, you over there to the right, uh, do you have a question? Uh, yeah, yeah, buddy. Uh, so who in your mind should be the next commissioner? I mean, how should the succession kind of be handled here? That, that, well, I, I guess I probably should have thought this through, but uh, I naturally would think that that would be something that my wife would handle. Obviously, if I died, it would go to her. So as I step down, I would relinquish uh, commissionership to, to Bapes. Mr. Commissioner, Mr. Commissioner. Yes, yes. You've lost more games than you've won in recent memory. Actually, you haven't had a winning season since 2014. Yeah, yeah. What say you? Well, I, well, I mean, you know, this, this thing, it just happens so quickly. Uh, things snowball, you know, back in the day, <laughs> back in the day, old Brett Favre in Minnesota, those were some good old days. And, you know, back when Buddy could focus and, and build his team and didn't have to write blogs for days and then build podcasts and do uh, 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 quarterback exchanges. Uh, there was no time to focus on the actual said team here. Okay, Mr. Reporter, do you understand that? Next question. Uh, uh, Commissioner, uh, so a lot of us have noticed strong ties to to Josh Gordon. I, uh, we, yeah. We have to ask, you know, has, has the weed been getting to you? The Well, maybe. I mean... <laughs> I mean, my guy does have the hot bags, and he brings the fire, if you know what I mean. And uh, Josh Gordon is, uh, he's like a god to me. I feel like he is the strongest person in the universe, and we have a connection. Whether that has anything to do with marijuana is neither here nor there. Uh, and I do believe in him, okay? And people can believe in people, all right? We all believe in Jackie Battle, but I also believe in Josh Gordon, okay? Next question. Uh, Mr. Commissioner. Somebody had uh, proposed an amendment, I believe it was called Down with the Dictator, basically absolving you of all of yeah. your veto powers. Did that have any effect in your decision today? That was, uh, it was rather insulting. If I'm being quite honest, it was rather insulting. Uh, luckily, that was shot down. That leaves me with the ability to do anything that I want, and that thing that I want to do right now uh, is to just retire. Uh, but I, I, I would say that... <laughs> No, no one is making me do this, okay? No one's gonna make me retire, okay? I, I am, this is my decision, and yes, there's a dictatorship still involved, so I can hand the commissionership off to Babes, and no one can yell at me, and I can just fade off into the sunset like Wolverine at the end of Old Man Logan. Next question. Sir, sir, is it possible that you're, you're getting soft? You know, Everyone, everyone watched you lose your chub. I'm not, I'm not and fucking then, soft, And then proceed right? to spend top, top dollar, top dollar on trying to, you know, re-erect, resurrect that chub dream, you know. So, 
Is this possibility of, Listen, of not even I having spend a chug money on next who year? I would like to spend money on, okay? And that has nothing to do with my pending retirement or my plans to possibly retire. I don't know. I mean, now I'm starting to question it. If you want to question something that I did literally just 48 hours ago, well, then you can literally suck my dick from the back, sir. Okay, next question. Uh, Mr. Commissioner, last question here. Uh, people have said that you have less hope in your fantasy season uh, than Josh Gordon has being fantasy relevant. How much is this season, this season affecting this decision? This season, if we're being honest with with everyone here, my uh, last few seasons have kind of affected this decision. But yeah, this has not been the best start. I've got a few people that were suspended. Uh, I've got a few people that uh, are Josh Gordon. Uh, I've got an injured quarterback who's supposed to be amazing. Uh, Things happen, okay? None of this is my fault. I mean, I don't really, I I, I don't even know where these questions are coming from. Oh, okay, here's someone I can actually ask a question. Patrick, Patrick in the back, can you, uh, you have a question back there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Patrick, I get it. Uh, no, I still, I still love my family. All right, next, next question. Enough with this. Last one, last one here. So, you know, a lot of us kind of been thinking. You know, what is this rumor that this is kind of all due to fourth and nine inches? Oh. Are you, f- are you for real? You for- There's a rumor that this is- has to do with fourth and nine inches that I'm retiring because of this motherfucker. This motherfucker. I don't even think about this motherfucker. That's how much I dislike this motherfucker. I don't even think. You know what? You know what? I'm unretiring. I'm unretiring, okay? And I'm coming back this fucking week. And I'm going to mop the goddamn floor with fourth and nine inches. And definitely going to mop the floor with proper football. And. Let's be honest, I'm gonna let my wife win and Babes is probably gonna take one from me. But that's fine, I'm back, bitches. I'm not retired. Hit the drop. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Yo, 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 yo. The Patriots are back. And so are the Dolphins. That sucks. Uh, who has a better life than Adam Vinatieri, really? Seriously, name one fucking person who has a better life than that guy. The most exciting team in football right now? You got it right. The motherfucking Cleveland Browns. Alright, don't at me on that one. Nick Chubb averaged fucking 35 yards a carry. Hey, Hugh, maybe you should probably give him a few more carries next game? Alright. The NFC West is fucking atrocious. The Rams literally might go undefeated. Can you imagine telling yourself five years ago that in five years the Rams might go undefeated? Insane. Leonard Fournette, always questionable return. Tyler Eifert, he's always out for the year. And finally, your stat of the week. The Browns haven't won on a Sunday in 1,022 days. All right, y'all. We're going to get into it tonight. Episode 8. Can't believe it's here. We're going to do it. And luckily for you, we got the original crew here. I'm sad to not have high decibels, but luckily for you guys, tonight or whenever you decide to listen to this podcast, we have blitzed and we have 10 foot. Motherfucker, you're back. What's going on, guys? I'm back, bitches. Welcome back, 10 Foot. It's good to be here. I'm sorry I had to climb out of my hole. Some things happened, things were said, things were being, words were exchanged on Slack, and I just had to go hide, and you know what? I can't hide for that long. I'm back, and it's great to be here. Ooh, I'm so it is true. You did back. go hide in a hole. 
I did. I did. I had to. I mean, what else was I supposed to do? I got called out for being a misogynist. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I, that's a two week uh, go away period. And, and now I'm back. All right. I take it. Has it been two weeks? Sus- Holy it's a suspension. Shit. You had a two week suspension. I did. I did. Well deserved, too. Uh, no pay. That's either. what Ray Rice got. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but yeah, so I'm glad to be back. How are you guys feeling? I'm good, man. I am it's been a down good week. to do the show tonight. I am fired up. Yeah, that intro music—it's like it's like medicine to me now. I, I look forward to it every week. <laughs> well, we got a big show for you guys tonight. Uh, we have uh, a lot of shit to get to, but we're actually going to do it a little bit differently this week. We've been doing recaps, we've been doing previews separately. Tonight, we're going to do uh, a review. Well, that's a totally different word. We're going to do uh, precap. We're going to do some sort of a uh, little bit of both. All right. So we have a lot of stuff that we're going to talk about for for the upcoming week. Uh, and we're also going to get into the farm just a little bit, just a little bit. But we do have a few things that we would like to get into first. And the first thing, obviously, is 10 foot is back. So so let's talk about. Um, well, we know why you were gone, right? Like if we're not joking around, you had work stuff to do. You were out. You weren't able to get here. But we like to joke around that there was a secondary reason why you weren't here, and that was it any actually, given Sunday calling you out. So no, no misogygate, isn't that what, what Dubs called it? Misogygate. Yeah, misogygate. Did he really say that? Because I haven't. Honestly, I haven't listened to this fucking podcast. God, I hate you guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a moment. I mean, I was going to save this uh, for later in the show, but. You know, part part of me was just wondering, you know, was any given Sunday trying to get a rise out of me? Um, I I may have heard that fourth and nine inches was sitting next to her, uh, coaching her through this. Not like she needed the coaching because she's a, certainly a very capable person herself. Um, and so taking I, her on, I yeah, right. So there was this whole, you know, I was practicing a dissertation and trying to explain myself and kind of back out of this place, but. Uh, at the end of the day, it was really just a joke about you, buddy danger and how you do absolutely nothing at the house from what I can tell. And your wife just happens to be a woman and you know, that's all it was. So, um, I hope you're taking care of the kids because, um, Correct. you don't seem to do that. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And if we're, yeah, full disclosure, man, I take care of the kids all the time. I work from home. I'm literally Mr. Mom all the time. Uh, but that's, movie. that's kind of why it's funny. Um, and I also love someone from the farm and and if anyone knows us, obviously it's the the spouse of fourth and nine inches would kind of know what's going on here. But I love her jumping in and just attacking you. It shows that she's I actually listening to the show. That's really cool. Um, and I welcome it. I can't wait for the next person to attack us. Hopefully it's not me. Um, Blitz is a big dick, so hopefully it's him. Oh no! Um, but I anyways, can't handle this. Blitz, do you I'm have anything else to dude. add to this any given Sunday thing? Seeing as you're you're the brother-in-law in this. Well, I mean, you know, I did talk to them about it and, you know, we were just kind of joking that it was all just a big joke, you know, I mean, no seriousness involved <laughs> in the end, but uh, yeah, it's, it's all about it, but the whole point of like, that's like all I do in football is like, just swing my fucking big dick around and hit people with it. And that's basically what she was trying to come in and do. And of I respect course, it. of course. But, but that night, 10 foot, don't lie. Did you think she was serious for like five minutes? Oh, totally. No, 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 oh, no, no. Longer no. For, no, for longer than a night. Dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I sat on this up until about 30 minutes ago and still wasn't sure. I had a feeling that they were just messing with me and, you know, props to them. I, uh, I applaud you. I'm a very gullible person. So well done. But yeah, there was definitely a moment where I was like, are you seriously coming at me like this? Like, you have no idea what's going on right now. Um, so I'll, I'll spare her the the 
tirade that I was going to do so I don't feed into this bullshit anymore. Um, I love all women. Women are great. And let's just put that out on the record. And well done. You guys yes, got me. Are. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's move on so we can say something else stupid that we can cause controversy with in the next week. <laughs> um, and the next thing we'd like to chat about is waivers because this shit was, was crazy. It was pretty pricey this week. I think so, I think for the past uh, the entire day, like maybe every two hours, a new defense was added or dropped. That's kind of yeah, what's especially been today, for, Wednesday, yeah, like the day after exactly waivers. Wednesday, correct. Today has been crazy. So, and we had another big defensive move. I think earlier oh, the this ultimate year. defensive move. So oh, earlier this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I, what this the thing that has surprised me is how all in people have gone on defenses so early this year. I mean, it's definitely a bold strategy towards the end of the year. You hoard them and keep them from other teams, and that's certainly right. fourth and nine inches move. And other players have yeah. done that. But I think I've four, definitely done that. Yeah, it makes sense. But fourth and nine inches, I think went all eleven dollars, maybe if I'm remembering correctly, for the Bears defense before they completely blew up. So. Uh, that was a really good move, but the big one this week was Bapes going for the Titans, playing against the Bills. Smart move, but I don't know. Paid top dollar. What what did it come out to, 21, guys? $21. This is, what, week four? And she paid $21 for the Titans D. Like, she's trying to buy a win this week. She's Well, let's see. She put in – she had the top three, uh, and she got – Oh, no, I'm sorry. The drop of the Buccaneers was part of the Titans move, so that didn't cost her anything. But so she had Titans – and uh, she got that for twenty one, and Dee Dee Westbrook for twenty bucks. So he got like a lot of money targets, this week. Man. Oh, I'm sorry, Blake Bortles for ten bucks. So she's going in on the Blake Bortles and the Dee Dee Westbrook uh, target train. And here, so let me speak. give you a little insight because I was actually sitting right here in the, in the studio with her last night, and she was looking at her phone. And I we don't talk dollars about players that either of us are both interested in, right? So. Sure. I had no. I dollars told her, like, is the hey, toughest we, part. Full full disclosure, uh, wife. I am also interested in the Titans, so we did not talk about how much she was bidding on that. <laughs> but that, so that's as far as we go. We'll say like, are you interested in this person? And we'll just say yes or no. And if it's no, then we'll talk to each other about how much should we bid. And so she says, uh, I'm I'm going with the Titans. So we didn't talk about that. She said, D.D. Westbrook. I said, yeah, you got a lot of targets. That's probably someone that you should throw some cash at. I think you won't be the only one. I didn't tell her how much to spend. But she then she tells me that she has, I think, I'm putting up $17 for Blake Bortles. And I said, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Don't, don't. I like, I'm not trying to tell you not to get Blake Bortles. Like, that's whatever. But don't spend $17. $17. There might be someone else trying to get Blake, but I don't think they're going to push you that much. For right. Like, We're so. only four weeks into the season. Yeah. Let's not go yeah. crazy, people. So she, then she was like, all right, all right, all right. So she obviously had taken that seven away and then just tossed it on top of whatever she had on the Titans already. So hang on. So what? I don't even have a roster. What would cause her to spend that type of cash on Blake Bortles in Russell Wilson. Four? Oh, okay. Never mind. Uh, that's Russell Wilson not being Russell Wilson-like. How about falling from grace, right? The top QB, I think he was on my team last year. And yeah. uh, man, every single projection or ranking had him as number two. Right. Yeah. No, I, I believe it. This is why you don't take a quarterback early. People. Is he droppable? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, he's uh, Blake Bortles, though, right? Like, you, you get Blake Bortles and you just you hang on to him because you never know, man. The guy, he's still a gamer. Um, right. You can't drop him. I would no, agree. he'll have some easy matchups. The Jacksonville Jaguars are really good at home, 
Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I see instances where he puts up good stat lines, but there's going to be yeah. there's going to be times where he's just nothing. Right. So good thing she didn't spend 17, but she did drop a lot of cash. It put her at the least amount of fab owned forty nine dollars. So we God, are what damn. one third of the season through. We still have two thirds left. And there are three people with who haven't spent spent any fab yet. Myself, AOL for life and terrible tally. Zero dollars. None spent. Well, it's, that is ridiculous. But I have actually made waiver, like I've attempted. Overconfidence. You know, it's, not like, it's not like I haven't tried. I've I've just lost. Other people have just outbid me. So you're just so. being modest about it at this point. You're playing it safer. Right. Your team. I mean, your team right. has been playing well. So why uh, why break the bank? I right. I feel the same way. You so know, I thought I, about that you know, today. It's not like I like, haven't tried. That's why I'm curious. Though, like, are, I'm assuming there's got to be other people who are attempting it and just getting outbid like obviously that's got to be happening. exactly and that's the assumption that i was under like the, for the last year i have been really really bad at waivers 10 foot you you just mentioned before the show that you forgot waivers this week right like for the last year i've been doing that i have been forgetting waivers <laughs> and then i'm just trying to pick up the scraps on wednesday and thursday and and i've always thought like oh shit like Everyone in the league is probably wondering, like, why isn't Buddy participating? Like, why isn't he even trying? Like, but you're probably already thinking, like, oh, Buddy just keeps losing out on bids. He's not. But I was literally never even bidding. So, so <laughs> and this actually uh, reminds me. So didn't we make a change this year to the waiver process? So if you, like, missed the waivers uh, Tuesday night and you wanted somebody on Wednesday, like, isn't it, wasn't there a waiver process? But now it's yeah. kind of a free-for-all and you can pick up. So now proper football well, has the advantage it, on us. It, no, it really just depends. Like, if the person was dropped in the Wednesday waiver right. round, then they can't be touched. It'll be like, it'll go through another, like, waiver process, I think, on Friday right. or something like that. But was well, it still every day? Yeah, every but day. Was, was it still oh, within a day? Okay. Was it still a free for all for anybody that wasn't dropped, though? Because I don't remember. Correct. It being that People way. who were still on waivers. Uh, oh, yeah, like being a free for all. Yeah, right. Like, last so year, if there it, was no. Okay, so what I did was last year, there was when we enacted the fab system. It basically put the the rule on where it said everyone's on waivers all the time. Exactly. Like there are no free for alls ever. There's never a point, and that's why we had to end up doing these stupid fucking emails on Sundays because it was like, hey, can I drop this defense and add this defense, or this kicker's not playing? It's not fair. I can't add drop the same day. You know. So basically, what I found this year, and I didn't even in, enable it until we almost started the season, or maybe like right after the season started. And it was a checkbox that's new on the system, and it says uh, that the they clear immediately if they've already cleared waivers once. And then as soon as someone's dropped, that player goes on waivers for until the the next night, right? Uh, but but everybody else after that first Tuesday night run, everybody is a free for all. So that's why we've been saying that proper has a slight advantage because he's in England and he can basically, he's awake uh, at two or 3 a.m. our time when, when the waivers run, he's actually there to pick up the immediate scraps before us. And that's what he did this morning. He picked up his defense at like 3 a.m. Yeah, right. so uh, this is why you should have passed the Down with the Dictator Act because then we get things like this that just advantage somebody uh, who no, got I like kicked this. out of the country. Who doesn't like this? No, 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 I actually, I actually really like it. This is uh, so, so, so much better. I know he might have a slight advantage, and honestly, I think we're just making a joke that he has a slight advantage. He really doesn't. I mean, if we wanted to, you could queue up multiple defenses to make sure you get one. Right, that's definitely possible, and mm -hmm. I have definitely done that. 
just try to just, just swap out the same person for every single defense you make a bid with, and you'll get. But yes, one of that them. was a that was a dictator move, and that was just something I thought. You know what? This is going to save us a whole lot of headaches when it comes to like sending emails for same day, you know, Amazon same day Fully delivery agreed. shit. So I just Fully wanted agreed. to lock that out, and that's why I said, "Fuck it, commissioner dictatorship move." Check this box, and it worked, uh, and that's how it's working. And in all honesty, it was just because I needed a defense that day. So it makes sense. Uh, <laughs> the other thing to call out on the waivers, uh, Nick Chubb. Can we talk about Nick Chubb and that waiver claim? Uh, ooh. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> honestly, all right. So I spent $18 on Nick Chubb. Did either of you spend any money or did either of you bid on him at all? I forgot who he was. I put in a $0 bid because I wasn't at least going to raise my hand on it. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you're probably lying, but that's so, fair. So let's no, I every- really did. I really did. <laughs> Let's give everybody some context here. Buddy Danger drafted Nick Chubb this year, and then he realized he had pretty much the entire Cleveland Browns team on his fantasy yeah. team. Mm-hmm. He wasn't doing anything, so he dropped him, and then comes back one week later and spends eighteen dollars. That's gotta hurt. Well, How many, actually, uh, yards eighteen per doesn't hurt. Not it's as the, bad as what? It's not as bad as the fact that I lost the keeper position. So if this dude blows up and becomes the stud that, you know, you certainly think he has the potential to be, you now do not get to protect him way late in the draft. So if you want to keep him next year, his his draft stock is going way up from where you got him. So that was the myth. Up from where I got him, but it would still be one of those plus three situations. Right. It would still be a decent waiver spot. It's not, I, I mean, I don't like, know, unless man. he goes it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, I, I could have had him in the 11th or whatever it was. I don't know, man. It's right. Nick Chubb. He's going to be a first rounder next year. Okay. Then, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> That you could have fucking drafted him before the 11th round when I got him. Nobody thinks he's going to be a superstar, but I was sitting here, like I just described this this uh, uh, this scene that played out last night when Bape spent all this money. Uh, I was sitting right here, and I felt like, like we don't talk numbers. I'm just looking at her, and she's punching something in her phone, and I'm thinking, well, fuck. I think people are spending money now, and I'm just, you know, let me increase this shit, you know? So it's, uh, it's contagious, you know what I mean? I do. Yeah, let's just say your family was the top's uh, you had five transactions between as it should be. We're we're all not you, doing great. Spending money. Oh yeah, interesting. Let's talk about that for a little bit. How's and, that feeling? The fall from oh, grace. Actually, we have one more thing to talk about before we move on. We've got a shitload of locks this week, and we've talked about locks before. And briefly, briefly, I'm not going to give you the whole diatribe, but briefly, a lock is uh, everybody in the league gets one lock every season, and you can place it on anyone at any given time. Uh, and say, I am definitely going to beat you this week. And if you do, you get an extra ball for next year's lottery to put in your fantasy sack of destiny. Uh, and then if you don't, you actually lose your lock and you lose a ball and the person you tried to lock gets a ball. So that's kind of nice. Uh, but you only get one lock. And we've got three correct blitz. We have three. We do. Three locks this week. Tell, them, tell me who they are because I, I have no idea right now. So I started the train in the morning. Uh, I had just gotten my two extra balls, so I was sitting on a nice hefty four balls in my sack. So I uh, I'd gotten that from the eliminator challenge. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'm I'm doing a lock. I've been playing well." And then I thought I had a solid matchup versus AOL, so I locked him. And then uh, proper in you, uh, buddy danger, have been kind of having a little. <sighs> tiffy on slack this guy lately. right yeah he's coming at you hard lately so i really I, don't I, get it i mean uh, I, I get it you suck so everyone you know. wants to a lot of people suck right but jesus christ 
like I feel like I've I've literally like ran over a dog and just like pointed and laughed at him and everyone just is like look at this motherfucker he's the worst and you know I mean I'm a dick I get it sometimes um, but I'm not that bad two and six and I've scored a decent amount of points I'm like two if you're looking at points scored I'm like two spots higher so you're yeah, uh, all you are you are 228 points back man i don't know if i would i'm not worried about statement. hypothetical shit all right <laughs> i'm worried about getting right to the middle and that sixth spot of most points uh out of everybody else that's what i want well, that might be mm. a comfortable place for you yeah. to be then <laughs> yes enjoy that spot so yeah that's uh that was the i think that might actually be in the third lock but the other lock which might have been second was actually fourth and nine inches locking on booyah so he kind of followed up mine. Always hating on Booyah. I think Booyah's got it this week. He does. Booyah doesn't even know that this is happening. He, he know, doesn't right? know what a lock is. I don't think he's ever understood the lock system. And we've had it for how many years now? Oh, well, they have a few. Oh, definitely it, a few. Is it weird that I, I don't know that I've ever locked anybody. Maybe I've done it once. I feel like I'm scared. I, I don't want to lose it. And then I end up like not using it at all the whole like season. It literally <laughs> is just like a ball for getting you a higher percentage on your draft pick, I, I, which I didn't really like try for it last year. I was kind of in your same position. And I ended up getting last pick other than I think Booyah because he wasn't there to choose his pick. <laughs> right. So um, I try, I'm trying a little bit earlier this time to drop a lock and uh, hopefully it'll work out. So let's so see. I'm I tried to lock Booyah in week okay. one, right? And here's here's my thinking, and it obviously wasn't the best, the best thinking. Maybe I should have looked at like week two as being a better idea. But the idea was, in years past, with the locks and at least with my locks, I get less confident as the season goes on, as like more more moves are made, more teams sure. are shifting. I'm like I'm less confident. But in the beginning of the season. I'm ultra overconfident, right? So I feel like that's the time to throw the lock out there. Didn't work this time, but I'll do it again next year for sure. I think I'm going to lock holding court this week. I got it. That, Dude, you haven't already done join that? Join the train. It's coming in. It's Can either, we get a splash? It's either her or high decibels, man. Here it comes. Splash. I'm, I'm putting it in right now. I'm locking holding court. Here we oh, go. yeah. Throw it in the channel. That's a lock live on the show, uh, and he's putting it in the channel right now. Hopefully, she'll see that. Uh, Tally, let her know. Uh, that's that's gonna be a good one. Uh, Ten foot. I wish you the best on that. Uh, does anybody else have anything else to get into before we get into this stinky ass farm? Oh, let's go. Let's go to the farm, baby. All right. So the farm is still a thing. Uh, they're still alive. Uh, and I've got some updated standings. Would you like to hear the updated standings? Hit us with it. All right. Is Talk to the Hand still dominating? Talk to the fucking hand. And I'll try to make it slightly cooler for you. Um, it is. It, he is. She is. I don't know. Talk to the hand. is 8-0. Uh, batting 1,000. He is. Uh, he has scored 1,069. Nice. nice. Points. And he's 24 back from the leader. Um, and he is only allowed 889. So that must be nice. And following Talk to the Hand, and I'm going to give you far less information on all the rest of these, because I just think Talk to the Hand, it's impressive, right? He's the only undefeated team in either league. Now, it's, we could argue it's easier in the farm to do that, but uh, he is the only one, so uh, 
Because this Props is the part where they can cut and do something really funny. But two games behind <laughs> Talk to the Hand. We've got Munchin on Bunchin. We've got Smoking no, Bloods. No, I Both of them are at 6-2. And, and actually, we're going to get into one of these matchups here shortly. We're going to talk about Talk to the Hand versus Smoking Blunts as one of our previews. And next, after 6-2, and we go straight to 5-3 and where we have Jackhammer and Any Given Sunday. Uh, Jackhammer is actually the leading scorer in the league. For his points scored, he has 1,093. What is that against our league, Blitz? Do you have that up before you? All right, so we're going to get into the farm. Uh, Yes, we had uh, a little bit of technical difficulties. Uh, Florida Internet, not so great, apparently. During uh, our shows, Uh, it likes to cut out on us. I apologize. Ridiculous. Whoever said Jupiter is uninhabitable because of its heat, toxic air, hurricanes, and shitty internet (laughs) has clearly never lived in Orlando. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's, it's shitty down here. I don't know if it has to do with the heat. God damn it. It's only happening during these fucking shows. It's this goddamn league. I should have retired at the start of the show. I'm starting to rethink this whole thing again. I don't know. So, anyways. Oh, man. Let's get into the farm. All right, we're going to start this. We talked about the farm for a second. We're going to cut that. We're going to do it again because this fucking internet in Florida. I blame Rick Scott, and I blame Rucker Rubio. Mike probably won't even cut it. I don't know who else to blame. Vote Uh, this November, except for AOL for life. Don't vote. All right, talk to the hand. Talk to the hand, guys. He is actually uh, 8-0. And he is the only undefeated team in either league. I think that's impressive. Amazing. But uh, 1,069 nice uh, points. Is that more than our leading scorer? Oh, 1,069. I think so. That's it a good is. question. So Connecticut Coheeds has the most points in the same level league, and he has 1,040. Yeah, so, and well, we will I'm get into his into team in a second because we're going to preview his matchup with a 6-2 and two Smoking Blunts, who is in third place right now, uh, right behind Munchin on Bunchin, who's also 6-2. and two. Uh, They are actually well behind the points lead, but they are 6-2. and two. And sitting right there in fourth place at five and three is Jackhammer, and he has the points lead right now. He has 1,093 points, so he's even higher than Talk to the Hand. So they have two people in their league that have beaten our league. It's a little falling from grace since I've been gone. I mean, Jackhammer was just crushing it, so it's nice to see uh, somebody rising to the top. You know what that kind of says to me a little bit, too? It's like more people in that league don't know how to draft well so it allows talent to rise to the top that's what and, a farm is supposed uh, to do people got them, right so the, it's looks supposed like to allow people the know what talent doing. to rise to the top right. and then you slaughter it's, it for it, bacon the, the, right right it's a filtration system and currently holding court i'm sorry system. she's in the slaughterhouse right now we'll get to her in a little bit uh we we got her good <laughs> oh, and plumped boy. up in oh, the man. farm and she you know that was the prized pig in the farm. lowest points in last place i mean we'll get to it I'm next. Oh, cool. shit. There it is. Oh, Any boy. given Sunday's next target. God Here damn it. it these farm metaphors. All right. So let's run. Let, let's, are we running down this matchup between? Yeah, let's do that in just a second. Let me tell you the rest runs. real quick because they'll all give us a mutiny if I don't go over this st- the standing. So after Jackhammer, also at five and three, Any Given Sunday. After that, we go to four and four, straight 500 record. We got old broken Jankles sitting there with Glenn Gronkowski at 500. Better than my record right now. And this guy tried to draft Glenn Gronkowski. After that, not too hard to be better than your Jesus. 
who is uh, obviously has Robert Woods on their team. Hopefully, yes. Uh, three and five, along with two other people, Big TDs and Old Barrel Ass, a.k.a. Sizzle Chest, I'll never let you change your name, uh, followed by two and sixes of Blue Ballers and Fornicators. I'm assuming he really uh, regrets this Fornicator name now. Uh, followed by the the bottom of the league, <laughs> hanging with Hernandez, who probably regretted that name as soon as she came up with it. One and seven. Uh, and... Just to tell you, actually, you know what? This Ooh. is kind of interesting. You know, she is one in seven at the bottom of the league, and that's always embarrassing. But the lowest points scored in the farm right now goes to ten foot. Your guy, Sizzle Chest, aka Old Barrel Ass. He's three and five, but he has only scored seven hundred and fifty three points. Uh, old Barrel Ass. Ooh. I feel bad. I feel bad for you, Old Barrel Ass. Uh, you're not that far off from holding court, holding uh, holding down a solid 765 in the same level. So, I mean, you're not that bad, but dude, got to right? be better. Right? You better yeah. be better. So, let's get into a little bit of a preview here. In in holding court's defense, I, I am curious to kind of see how that slot, you know, the first eliminated, first relegated kind of ends up going are as we just far gonna as keep being swap- the worst team. You yeah, know are, we just, are we just going to keep swapping it back and forth, right. back and forth? Is yeah. it because of the available keepers? It's an interesting discussion. I definitely don't think she had um, she had anything working well, in she her, kept in her right Freeman. this year. Exactly. So, uh, she's exactly. got an uphill battle. That was not the wrong move. Um, right, until, so that's my point, know, right? So would you blame the keepers or would you just blame <laughs> random injury? Um, well, I probably, mean, right, that's all this shit is. It's all just yeah, random shit. So let's get into this random right. ass preview. And Keenan right. Allen, you know, all right. Too much anyway. fun. to the hand. Let's Eight go. Now. Let's go to the preview. He is the underdog, according to CBS, in this matchup against Smoking Blunts. But it's a 51-49 split here. Uh, if we're just going over the 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 uh, eight no team, he is going to go into this weekend. At least I'm, I'm looking at his starting lineup as of uh, Wednesday night, and he has Dak Prescott as a starting quarterback and smoking blunts has Deshaun Watson. So I would, and they're playing against each other. So that's a Sunday night game. Uh, nod to Deshaun Watson. Ooh, that's correct. Fun. All right. That's an easy one. Correct. Prescott. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He sucks right now. Uh, so talk to the hand running backs. Here you go. 10 foot oh, no. Alvin Kamara. Here you go. High decibels. Adrian Ooh. Peterson. Ooh. All right. Ooh. And that's going to go up against smoking blunts with not bad. Sony Michelle. And Saquon Barkley. I say Nod Kamara. Kamara's like three running backs in one. Yeah, so, no matter yeah, what. I don't know. I yeah. don't know who the matchups are. You could, like everybody Mark else could be playing. Back. Yeah, everybody could be playing against the Bills. Uh, I, I don't care. I'm still taking Kamara. He's he's ridiculous. I don't care. Bring Ingram back. Kamara's totally put agreed. Up. So Ridiculous. talk to the hand in his wide agreed. receiver in flex spots. He's got uh, Michael Thomas, Travis Kelsey, Golden Tate, uh, and Smoking Blunts has Brandon Cooks, Jarvis Landry, and Jimmy Graham. So they both have gone the tight end route. Uh, but which would you choose in that instance blitzed? Can can you sorry real quick recap the Jarvis last Landry three was Brandon and Cooks, Jimmy Graham? Who and Jimmy Graham? Jarvis. Okay. Brandon Cooks, Jarvis. Well, Brandon Cooks has kind of shown up a lot lately. You know, he's kind of, you know, the Rams, I don't know if if they're like true number one has kind of stood out, but it could be him. So that's kind of a star player. I don't like tight ends. Who was the other matchup? It was Michael Thomas, Kelsey, and Golden Tate, I believe. 
Uh, yeah. I think I got to give the that's, nod to that. Michael Thomas is dominant. He had a down week last week, but you know that's just because that was the week that Kamara had three touchdowns. You know, yeah. Drew Brees put up eight points. Like, yeah. He, so I actually had to double check that because it's very odd that you know I see Kamara with forty points almost on 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 my team, and I look at Drew Brees and it's right? like eight. Are you serious? Is this a CBS glitch? That was crazy. So zero right. zero touchdowns for Drew Brees. Interesting stat. Side note. So Drew Brees, like, up until, I think, last year, whenever he didn't throw a touchdown, he was just getting crushed. Like, terrible, terrible, terrible. But in the last two years, he's had, I think, three games where he did not throw a touchdown, and they've won all three of them. So I think it's a testament to how awesome Kamara is, how much better their team is overall. That one keeper might uh, just be your ticket to victory the entire year. Or at least he's trying to trade him. For sure. Yeah, that's the most important thing. Let's be honest. Let's talk about that later. I'm, I'm thinking uh, about trading. Obviously, talk about that. Uh, let's finish yeah, up this preview so we can get the fuck out of this stinky-ass farm. Uh, and this is kind of interesting. I'm going to skip the kickers because they'll We're be gone soon dead. enough. Uh, defenses. All right? This is funny because we literally just talked about how much Babe's invested in the Titans. All right? Smoking blunts. And I don't have their waivers in front of me, but I assume that he wasn't sitting on the Titans. He probably went out and got them this week, too. So he's got the Titans, and they're projected to get 16.7. And the Broncos are on talk to the hand projected to get 12.4. I would say that the Titans here. Who are they playing against? They are at the the Jets. The Titans, obviously, at the Bills. But anyways, I think that actually is the difference. The four-point difference Mm. in preview here is the reason CBS has Smoking Blunts as the favorite, which honestly I don't agree with at all. I think talk to the hand is going to run away with this here, right? I agree. All right, I write agree. it down. I think talk to Definitely. the hands going to go 9-0, and, and if he's if he's putting up this, he's projected for 113, uh, he's going to be 10-0. All right. Uh, and that is literally – We might have our maybe next talk uh, to the hand and, uh Yeah, we'll, we'll ask him to change his name before he comes up to the main big leagues because that's real lame. Uh, but yeah, uh, he might he might be the, the person. Honestly, I'm pulling for smoking blunts, but uh, I don't think it's going to happen this time. Um does anybody else have anything to add for the farm before we get out of here? No, I don't really even like talking about them in the first place. All right. To be honest. <laughs> let's get the hell guys, out of the no. farm and let's talk about some shit that actually matters. And that would be our league. All right. So uh, what are we doing here? We got some, uh, some recaps, some recaps. So last week we had games, right? We had uh, a few important ones and we've yes, decided we to... So we're not going to give the whole rundown. That's kind of yeah. getting a little yeah. tried and true. Yeah, I used to do this in, in so, writing the old tired, traditional recaps. I had true. to make I'm some sacrifices, right? Like you got to cut some things out. It's just too long. So we're going to tighten it up, and we are going to recap the big things that happened last week, and we are going to start with Connecticut Coheeds versus Blitzed. Blitzed, you are involved here, so tell me what the fuck happened. Well, uh, this is my highest score I put up this entire year, uh, 140.96, and I I'm still Mr. got. Seats, look at me! <laughs> and I still got crushinated, 148.2. So, Coheeds, thank you for, you know, tearing down any hope I had of winning. But uh, I still went one and one, and surprisingly. Coheeds also went one and one, and we might that get was, into why he yes. went one and one in the next uh, matchup. <laughs> that's a stinger, and we will save that for uh, just a few minutes from now. Surprise, we're going to cover Coheeds twice. Um, but uh, 
how does it make you feel blitz but yeah so for for him it was the story of the defense defense has been a theme and that is 100 percent why he won here obviously you know both of our teams blew up in general uh, mine was mainly due to Andrew Luck and Naheem Hines hooking up for a couple touchdowns and me actually starting him. Me and 9% of other people in who owned him started Ooh, him. Old move. Well done. So just going to props myself. <laughs> I want to say that Mr. someone Meeseeks in the farm for, actually for got sure Hines. Hines? Hines? Whatever. Uh, got that dude for free today. Hines. We doing that again? Like the ketchup. Oh, yeah. Well, that's smart because he's getting a lot of targets. So he's really all we have anymore at this point. The team's so injured. But anyways, so, he's the only so, target. Can the, somebody tell me about Jordan Wilkins? Because I've had him chilling, and I was like, maybe he'll be good. And all of a sudden, he, well, not all of a sudden. He's been awful. I, like, I want to drop that dude. They, just, It's just our run, run game has just kind of not been anything. We've just been throwing a lot. The whole system is like Andrew Luck's going to go out there and throw 40 to 60 times. Okay. And he's just been dumping it out. Like last game, let's see how many attempts did he have. 62 attempts. Oof. So and there and it's and, you know it's not like he went off for only. six seven hundred yards. It was only four hundred and sixty on sixty two attempts. But I mean you know the, I'm just saying like it's shorter yeah, yardage. His touchdowns plays, are four and fourteen kind of five and nine. Off to the... Right, they're not. But he did have some big bombs. It's not like he hasn't been slinging it. But so so I also want to call out that yes, the defense definitely put Coheeds over the edge with twenty nine points. You know, he's got the Packers against Buffalo. So that was a smart play, obviously. Obviously. But, but Michael Thomas did not show up for you. Yep. I mean That you was could, another big disappointment. I suppose you could be happy with nine point three from Allen Robinson, but on a no day shit. when Chicago scored forty eight points, like you'd hope for you'd hope sad. for more. Yeah. So there, there are a couple other uh, factors. The fact in that here. he only had two catches is concerning too. So I don't know if it was just because of the blowout and everyone was just kind of all over the place, kind of one of those odd uh, days. But he still got a touchdown. It worked out. But yeah, definitely Michael Thomas was a stinger. But the the twenty nine Packers versus the six for the Cardinals. That's just that was just killer for me. Yeah, it hurts. Um, other things to mention. How do we all feel about Saquon Barkley? Like the Giants, I I haven't watched a lot of football, but I don't think they're they're very good. Uh, but Barkley put up 19 points. We still feel good about the whole trade and taking him in the first. Uh, he's a machine. He's a giant. Coheeds loves this trade. Coheeds is uh, totally fine with Barkley. And what is it? Yeah, he's first yeah. rounder for him. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. took him first. Yeah, he, he yeah. drafted so, him. Okay, we'll first, see. So he gets to I, keep him twice, Gordon. and that's kind of the benefit here for right. Barkley over him keeping Easy right. E for a second time, right? So. It was a keeper situation. Right. I'd say exactly. right now they're probably decently close in rankings, right? Like they're just both solid number one running backs. But I would say going forward this season, Dallas, I could see maybe fixing things. I think the Giants are just fucked. Eli Manning is so incredibly washed and done. You saw Odell Beckham on the sidelines last week. He is just fucking livid over the whole situation. Saquon Barkley is doing what he can with nothing. Yep. So I think holding on to that is probably a much better yep. asset. Probably in the long run, but for this season, for the playoffs, I'd probably be more interested in having Easy E. but it's a long play, right? Isn't is. there a backup rookie like in Where? the waiting? That they haven't played. Am I? Am I? Did I? Am I crazy? Who did the? Who didn't the Giants Barkley. have like a top three pick? Who did they pick? Oh, am I an idiot? You're an idiot. 
I thought there was, or maybe no. last year. That's their problem. Know. Is that they I keep saying we're just going to keep we're going to keep <laughs> going with Eli? Maybe he's going to get that fountain of youth like Tom Brady's got, and he he can't. He's so horrible. Yeah, yeah. I put it squarely on Eli Manning. Sure so there. I mean, can, uh, Coheed's he's a big ass New York Giants fan, so he can live and die with that decision. But I, I would say that that will pay off for him in the next like next season. Like hopefully they get rid of Eli, right? Uh, yeah, I think you got to. Um, yeah. Also, also good move on on Coheed's part playing Rivers over Roethlisberger, uh, twenty eight versus seventeen. You know that obviously gave him the edge. As well, yep. so yeah. So Coheeds, uh, one forty-eight. Great, great week. Uh, we Ted, you weren't even here. We got to talk about your amazing week last week uh, with I don't know one hundred and eight thousand points or whatever the fuck you had last week. Well, I think, I think I it was from I think, oh, well, I think it was eighty-three points. <laughs> awful. It was yeah, week no, two. I, I think week two I had eighty-six points. I don't know what you all are smoking, but that's honestly why I went in hiding. It wasn't this whole me too moment. It was like, oh god, fantasy is over for me. Forget about all this. <laughs> two, two in a row clunkers. You had a huge week one, two clunkers, and huge week four. Yeah. Exactly. So the, the reason so I say that on? was yeah. Let's talk about scores, just how huge it was. Has an amazing week, uh, and then we have our next game on the sheet. A, a standard high score, like that's like winning you any other week basically i felt yeah. like that with my 140 i mean if you're posting 140 oh, you feel I, like yeah. you're so i'm an idiot week, so you, ten foot, you did your you thing should. this you week so that's should. what we're talking about now all right so Cohe scores 148 it. amazing week destroys the guy that scores 140 and somehow pulls out uh, a loss off of 140 with blitz uh but Cohe's 148 against 10 foot with 165.76 ridiculous you don't have ridiculous. a drop for this we, we we've got big news here uh that is the highest score ever in our league um oh, is it oh i, I didn't check that i believe i believe wow. it is and when i yeah obviously yeah I let's you. look it up the record book right now i have an ego i ha- before i hit a look drop it look it up go ahead mark it point scored game 164.42 is is currently the God highest. God damn, who was 164? Yep, you just got it. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I supported 10-foot. You get this? In AOL, you get this. Thank you very much. You finally toppled. No, I'm not ready. All right. <laughs> it happened again. Humidity got to be... Idiot. Fuck Fix you your guys. Shit. Retire. Get out of this league. I hate doing yeah. this podcast with you. Seriously, at this point, Proper's already waking up for his manual labor job right now. Like this is it's ridiculous how late we're going at this point because our fucking internet well not ours, my internet keeps cutting out. Uh Marco Rubio. Just, God damn. Just just so you know that uh Florida, the state smells exactly the same way that it looks. Like a penis. <laughs> It really Florida well. It depends on where you are. If you're close to the beach, that kind of like masks it. But some some places, you're not that far off. All right, let's get back into it. We were actually just uh, rambling about top scores because we were getting into it uh, in our second recap game between Connecticut Coheeds and Ten Foot. Mm-hmm. So it was Ten Foot who has overtaken AOL as the new high scoring points in a single week Amazing. Uh, champion of the world. 
Uh, and we were making a comment about how it was interesting that really in the top five or ten or however many there was, there weren't that many top scores that had happened after we switched to half PPR. Yeah, like I, I want to know who was on those teams years ago. Uh, I just thought, thought it was really funny, right? Like we've got high scores in there from <laughs> when we're like cutting out the points. It's unbelievable. So right. I don't know who uh, I don't know what y'all were doing back then, but uh, good job picking your teams because all of those records should have been wiped out in the last two years. Yeah, the 2013 was a good year. Buddy Danger had uh, 162. I've tasted it before. I've been up on top of that mountain. <laughs> you miss it. It feels good. It well, let's get into it because we had a pretty it's ridiculous. Why you retired? Unretired. <laughs> I unretired you, motherfucker. So. Uh, 10 foot tell me a little bit how you got to 165 i mean you could just end this real quick and it's uh alvin Kamara all day every day he was my keeper i love this man i would do splash terrible dirty things to this man he is so fucking good at football he is so good at fantasy he is unstoppable i can't wait for mark ingram to come back just so we can can't wait can't wait just to show you how dominant this dude is i was gonna ask you I mean, I feel like you're being slightly facetious with that because he's going to take some away from Kamara, but I don't think it's going to really make him like a number they two running back They well last year. Exactly. That's why I felt so confident keeping him, especially in the third round, I think is where I kept him. He's so dominant, and he proved that he can do it well with Ingram. He's so good, he doesn't need the touches to be good for fantasy. So I have no qualms about it. I am entertaining a trade, so we can get to that later. Um, but I love this man. Uh, so he's the, he's the big guy that showed up for me, obviously 38.6 points. Let's get through your team real quick. And then let's, let's get it. to that trade idea because we've already talked about Coheed's team. Let's, so you also had your other top scoring player was golden Tate with 29 points, which was pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Falling so I, out. I sensed a little hate when we recapped our draft and you were like, yeah, you took golden Tate, you know, whatever you thought that was a good idea. Clearly your draft was a complete fuck up. Well, but I think wasn't it, it you had, you could have had Jarvis Landry. I think that was an option. And, uh, my reasoning, cause I believe I, I may have let the countdown expire, but I definitely wanted golden Tate. I just, I just like the offense more and there's more weapons there. I get that. But Golden Tate is just a target monster, a reception monster, and he just showed up in a big way. Two TDs, 132 yards, eight receptions. Like That's exactly why I drafted him where I drafted him. He's not going to do this every week, but he's also a big reason. Almost 30 points for me this week. A um, couple other Caught things. Caught every that, ball thrown his way. Oh, yeah. Actually, and did you all see the move that he did when he was just like sidestepping and turned around as he was going into the end zone? I love it. He's probably going to get injured for that because somebody's real pissed, but... I love the showboating. Um, showboating th- is always welcome. A couple other things that I noticed just so we can run through this. So Tom Brady finally woke up and realized that he's might be, probably is the greatest quarterback of all time. Didn't have a big showing, but he put up a respectable almost 25 points. Thank you for that. Uh, Sony Michelle, thank you. Uh, you are now the lead running back for New England. No question about it. You may be good. 112 yards and a TD. I love that. I will take that all the time. Let's Your talk about the elephant coming room. together. Real yeah, quick. What, it's, what's the elephant? Julio well, Jones. It's, it's really like if this is your problem, that's a pretty good fucking problem to have. But your first round pick, Julio Jones, 21.8 points. Amazing. Nine catches. 173 yards. Still, still zero touchdowns. So I've been contemplating ways that I could trade back for Michael Thomas Uh, (laughs) in full, in full disclosure, even with him putting up the pathetic, whatever five points he had this week, 
the the Julio Jones thing really scares me. I was fine drafting him um, because it's just a positive regression thing. Like the guy just can't not score touchdowns for this long. Statistically, right. it is not possible. Yet he still ceases to amaze us. Um, I I am a little worried about him. He's not going to do this. I think he caught a long bomb at the end that definitely helped him too. So yeah, I'm certainly concerned about Julio. But hey, if Julio's my problem, like that's fine because I'll take this every week. So yeah. Yeah, yep. it's not a big deal. Alex Collins, only nine. He Your had a other fum- keeper. God, he had a fumble too. Fucking killing me, this guy. Uh, I hope if he didn't figured- have the fumble, it would have been a great week, basically. Yeah, I mean, because then you know you feel like he has got confidence. Just shut up, shut up. I hate you. Forty-two what? rushing yards, three receiving no. yards, and a touchdown. Oh, I thought you were being facetious. No, I know. I'm just saying, like eleven out of your flex, I'll take that all day, every day. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Right. I would love to be playing him as my RB two, but at this point, I can't trust him. So. Uh, yeah, I'll t- I would agree I'll t- with that. I'll take the nine points. Uh, it's been a little disappointing thus far, but I'm still holding out hope. Uh, Sean Ficken, I think is his name. So my thought here was uh, Zerlin goes down, the kicker for the Rams. He was just a monster uh, that first Fuck. week. Yeah. Well, now I pick up the backup because I'm like, all right, you're a kicker in the NFL. You should know how to do your job. The guy's mixed, missed like 900 field goals in two weeks. So <laughs> I mean, he's still me. got you eight. Yeah, no, no, he definitely got me eight, but it was one of those things where I was just like, can I just not worry about this? Yeah, can I just not worry about this fucking position? I'm starting to get on the no kicker train, man. Yep. Uh oh. No kickers. They are, dude, they are all but gone. Are we doing more roster amendments by the end of this podcast again? No, no. (laughs) We are going to have a few more episodes, and there's going to be like a special commission drawn together where we have a mid season amendment where we eliminate kickers. It's getting that hot in here on the no it's kicker bandwagon it's not so let's that talk about hot. one more thing cool it off i just have a question real quick and i want an honest answer yeah let's go the jacksonville defense i want to know and and you'll tell me has anyone and by anyone i mean booyah offered you a trade for your defense um can i plead the fifth here <laughs> why do you want why do you want to know no, I just feel like that's definitely something he would do. Like when he does spend five seconds a week looking at his app, he'd probably be like, "Where's Jacksonville? <laughs> Why are they not on my team? <laughs> How can like, I I'll get give Jacksonville?" Yeah, um, I'm not going to tell you whether or not anybody has positioned an offer for the Jaguars, but I've said it before and I'll say it again: pick your defense early, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Splash. All right, let's get to the, the, the last recap here that we've got, and that is AOL. The fall versus dynasty. fourth and nine. Splash. <laughs> yeah, these are my favorite Ding two dong, people. the witch is dead. Well, uh, which witch? They're both that, witches. Yeah. This was a weird, bittersweet, weird thing from like watching your two enemies like uh, battle it out, and there has to be a victor. So, so who's, uh, the, who's the number one enemy? Well, it depends on when you ask me, but right now it's right around nine. Is it right around election season? Is when that that changes? Okay. Yeah, when November starts ramping up, when my my I get really I stay up late, right? And I'm like, let let me go check what AOL is doing on Twitter. Let me make myself mad before I go to sleep. Like that's when I start really hating him. (laughs) I'm gonna rile myself up right now. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, but yeah, right now it's fourth and nine. But uh, AOL he he quelched that a little bit because this was a good victory. This was a great victory for him. Took so, down the the current leader. Took down the leader. Uh, took away his undefeated record. Fourth and nine inches has been boasting like he is apt to do all over Slack since he uh, came out since week one, and he lost by five points. I mean, fourth and nine inches put up a hundred and three. Not bad. 
not great, but he could have won it and he didn't. And fuck you, fourth and nine inches. And, also, and when I score that quarter, what was that shit? Says, not bad. I'll just point that <laughs> well, out. No. All right, and and also I would have uh, beat him this week. All right, uh, this is fucking luck of the draw shit. All right, once again. That's true. Scheduling matchups. You had to take out. And I'm the one that schedules the matchups. So uh, <laughs> right. my bad. Buddy. So real quick on this recap, uh, I noticed as I look over to the fourth and nine inches side, we've got Dalvin Cook with two points. Again, I didn't watch much football this weekend. What happened? Is this dude alive? Minnesota had 31 points. They were obviously, you know, their no, he left the game early. I don't, he, I don't know the full story. Okay. I mean, I guess I could hover my mouse over this little cross here, but he did uh, leave the game way early. He had two points like in the first half, and then he didn't have another carry again. So he definitely got injured. I see. Okay. So that that happened, and then Eli Manning, who we already mentioned earlier, was his other major stinker, uh, and kind of the fall of James Conner a little bit. But you know, Baltimore is legit. Didn't look great. Yeah, Baltimore is legit. On I'm a couple of levels, on the James Conner thing, uh, I mean, let's expand on that. Isn't there some news that Bell is going to come back week seven? Did I hear that? Week seven. Week seven is Pittsburgh's bye. It's a false headline. <laughs> That's a true story. It's <laughs> their bye week. So this is a money thing, right? So they've probably done the right. math, and they're saying if you report on the on week seven, then you get paid for the bye week, and you still don't have to play. You don't have to play until week eight, and then it's, that's just basically you're, you're going in two weeks early because he has to go by week 10 anyways. So he's going two weeks early to get the free week of not having to play and get paid, which is week seven. So, so what could very possibly happen is that fourth and nine's team goes from Dalvin Cook and James Conner, who's been a beast, and, I, and he's had Christian McCaffrey too. So basically you lose those two guys and you get Christian McCaffrey and Latavius Murray, and he has no other running backs. His, his two big running backs, he has two running backs that could just be like fantasy irrelevant uh, by week eight, week nine. Yeah, he better great hope for that Dalvin else. Cook's not hurt. Right. I mean, yes, he has Murray as his backup, but that that works out great for him as far as, you know, okay, Dalvin goes down, you've got the number one, but it's still not like, I don't know, Murray's not been always crazy. He's He's been the number one before and hasn't been amazing. The other, the other thing I noticed here is, so fourth and nine, again, just to recap, lost by about five points here, five or six points. Uh, fourth and nine inches had one, two, three, four, five different players score in double digits, and he still lost... And AOL for life only had one, two, three players score in double digits and still won. Uh, Zeke with 32. That was Zeke with 32. I mean, well done. Um, and then Calvin Ridley, the rook. Dude, I was, worked so out great I, for him. I made a joke, I think, around draft time when we, you know, he drafted Calvin Ridley, and I made a joke like, who the fuck is that guy? No, and, I, uh, I remember. Yeah, it was, and, uh, I thought the same thing, to be honest. I, I, I had to look him up. I didn't know. And uh, now I kind of wish I had done my homework because I would have picked him over Julio Jones. Fuck my life. <laughs> Number one overall? Uh, okay, maybe not. Yeah, really? No, you, it's stupid. You no, that is But that I think, is obviously, I didn't know who he was. AOL, AOL for life strikes me as the type of guy that watches college football, so he probably does know who he is. Yeah, um, that's true. I, I don't know I would agree with that. Yeah, I don't know. I know him now. I don't watch college football. Yeah, I know him now. Welcome to the NFL. Hello. 
So AOL's three and five, and he pulled fourth and nine inches back down to earth, and he is seven and one now. Um, so that's, I mean, that's good, right? Like we need, obviously, this is coming from someone that is currently sitting towards the bottom of the standings, but I like the league when it's a lot tighter in general. Not necessarily like, I don't care if I'm that much higher, but I like it when there's not someone running away with it. So that's great to see, and I hope whoever, who's fourth playing this week? Do we get into that next? No? We do. Oh, shit. We are. All right. All right. Let's talk about that in just a second. Um, let's uh, <laughs> let's slide our commercial in right here, actually. Um, and, and we're going to hit it up like we should. All right. This week's commercial is brought to you by Twitter. And Twitter is a crazy place. Twitter is a violent place uh, but we have a Twitter account and we like to talk about the show we're gonna do some stuff on Twitter where you can interact with the show uh, through polls and all that sort of fun shit uh, but right now we just want to tell you where we're at on Twitter and that's at same level super easy super easy to find us uh, just come on same there and level us follow us um, easy you guys are on Twitter right didn't some other idiot have that Twitter handle already some other idiot had that Twitter handle. so <laughs> all right so we have two Twitter handles and I ran one called the SLFFL on Twitter for a while and we gained a whole bunch of followers talking about our amazing league that we talk about here on the show uh, and I thought man we should do a sh- we should do a podcast but we shouldn't call it the SLFFL that's kind of like a mouthful it should just be same level I wish we had the same level Twitter Twitter handle but uh, some fucking idiot already took it that's ridiculous and then yesterday I find out that that fucking idiot was me uh, and I totally forgot that I had <laughs> that I had that handle, and I just I just reset the password and uh, changed it to the new one. So now we've got this this big Amazing. account with I don't know twenty five hundred fantasy football followers, uh, and now it's called at same level. So hit us up, follow us, um, and look for some stuff that's going to tie in. Maybe even by next week's show. Uh, with the Twitter account where you guys will follow along with us and let us know what you think, and we're going to be able to uh, respond online. Or not online. Well, sort of. It's a podcast online. So we're going to respond on the podcast to what you guys say, but we're also going to do some polls and shit. And I want to give out a phone number. I'm going to pull out a phone number, and I'm going to have it by the end of the show. I keep forgetting to do that. We have a phone number, uh, and I'm going to give that out at the end of the show. So you guys make sure you listen for that. All right, so let's get back into uh, shit that matters. All right, preview, week five? Five. Week five, holy shit, can't believe we're that far in. Man, we're like almost halfway to the trade deadline. That's right. So you guys um, you guys went ahead and picked the games out. I gave you that uh, task, and you went ahead and you tried to ruin my evening. Uh, and you want to talk about me once again, since everybody just wants to talk about Buddy all the fucking time. Uh, no, we so- want to talk about be- babes, be fair, <laughs> be fair. That's right. So That's she right. decides to go to bed, so she's not even here to defend herself, which I understand. My fucking internet keeps kicking out, so we're doing this shit at like 2 a.m. right now. But, uh, what, what is there to defend? Like, you are the one that we need to defend at this point, sitting at 2 and 6. Babes is doing everything right. I love her. She's great. And uh, <laughs> she needs no defending on her behalf. Let's be very clear about that. Listen, yeah, I would right? agree. it's not been a great year for Buddy. It hasn't been a great couple of years for me. All right. And I like I said... Uh, I've you know I got other shit to focus on, but uh, recently I think I've 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 found a groove, right? And I think I'm about to really get in that groove, 
and shit's gonna turn around. I think I've got. Do I have a? Well, I got Bapes, but I can't remember who else I play this week. Bapes, I'm probably gonna lose too. But the other game, I, oh, it's I proper, right? Losing. That shit on lockdown. So I'll be right back in it. I'm not worried about it. Oh, so this week lockdown? we're gonna talk about. You said lock there. I mean, I imagine that means you're gonna lock. No, him I, back. I don't have a lock. <laughs> he oh. lost it. Remember? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh. Whatever. Oops. Whatever. So let's talk about Buddy versus Bapes. Why? Tell me why you think she's going to beat me. Well. One thing that I love about this matchup, which I love to kind of try to do sometimes when I'm figuring out, you know, which wide receiver do I want to play, I look at my opponent's quarterbacks, and and this is one of those situations where you have Aaron Rodgers and she has Devontae Adams, so you kind of hope all the targets go Adams' way, all the touchdowns go Adams' way, so every time you score, she scores. And is Randall Cobb playing? He was out last week. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Know I hope he's fucking playing. God damn. <laughs> Let's get some other targets, please. So, uh, and she's also got Blake Bortles to replace Russell Wilson, who's facing the Rams, and Jacksonville's facing Kansas City, who's been letting up a lot of points. So, uh, you know, it says you're a 51 or you're a 49% underdog. She's 51% favored, but I think when she puts Blake Bortles in, it's going to lean a little more heavy, heavily her way. And uh, I think she's got you in this matchup. What, let's be let's really? be completely Fuck. honest. The reason that she's going to absolutely decimate you is because she threw down over twenty dollars on the Titans D. She really <laughs> just wanted to rub this in your face. She knew she was playing you, and she said, "There's no fucking way it's happening." She's she playing the Titans. Knew I was trying to get the Titans. That's why she put all that money down. <laughs> yeah, so I I'm putting my money on that's the going to be the X factor here in this matchup, and that's why she wins, and that's why you should have spent more than her. Well, agreed. I'm Waivers. gonna. Well, let me ask your advice. All right, let's. Can you guys just pretend that you're not in the league for five seconds? Yeah, let's go. That's pretty impossible, but we'll try my best. <laughs> you don't have to play me this week, right? I'm playing against proper. I'm playing against my wife. It doesn't affect you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you start Julian Edelman over anyone on my bench? Which it, really, I'm talking about Nelson Aguilar. The answer is yes. Or Josh Gordon. The answer is yes. You start Julian Edelman fresh out the gate. Well, fresh out the gate, I mean, it's like he's been able to rest. It's not like he's been injured, right? He's been suspended. So, obviously, he hasn't been with the team, but when does Edelman need to be with the team? He's been with the team for how many years? And Indiana has been decimated. So, uh, they don't have, like, any corners left. They don't. Yeah, but know, Gordon's going safety. up against that same defense. I don't know. I like Edelman. He's a target machine. It's a target and, he's been, and he's and he's rested and he's proven. Gordon yeah, and he's proven. proven. Shit. The, those are the three things, right? Like whatever the first thing you said, he's rested and he's proven. Gordon is not any of that, really. I mean, maybe rested. I'm smoking weed all day or whatever he was doing. But yeah, the, the the thing that honestly is is getting me about your lineup here is is the flex spot. You dropped eighteen dollars on Nick Chubb after you had him, dropped him, picked him up, <laughs> and now he's gonna sit on your bench. Yeah, I. Would you? I, I'm not starting him against Baltimore. Oh come on, man! You can't pay. You can't pay up like that. You got to go big. You need a no, bold move. You know who are you, you benching on my team to start Nick Chubb? Um, <laughs> no one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got nothing. No, I mean, like maybe if like players. Ajayi gets hurt, I would have to. Yeah, I mean, right. that, well, I mean. I don't know how Ajayi's been playing. If he's been mediocre, like maybe because he's going up against Minnesota, their defense is ridiculous. I mean, Baltimore's defense is good, but Minnesota's like the best, aren't they? They're good. No, they I got roasted know. by Buffalo. 
Oh yeah, that happened. I told you I've been out of this shit. Yeah, for a Baltimore's the best defense in the league, probably. I don't know that, Why? but they're up there. Why do you want my advice? Don't ask for my advice. Yeah, I wasn't. Get... Blitz told yeah, me what to do. This isn't Doctor Phil. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm gonna start Edelman, and I don't give a shit what you guys say. I am going to win this match. Um, you know, you know what? I take that back. I'm gonna lose this one. I can't, I can't afford a win against Babes right now. If you know what I mean. Uh, oh God. So I'm gonna be proper. I'm gonna Not split the week. Not after the bear incident. Oh my god, shit, let me tell you real quick. Yeah, so not only do we have shitty internet down here in Florida, but apparently we have giant fucking black bears. And I wake up uh, the other morning, just two days ago, and I, I've been in this house in, in the middle of the woods and in, in the middle of Florida for like a year. Never seen this, but this giant fucking black bear just stands up at the, by my house and looks at me and he's like, I'll be back for you later, bitch. Like, it just oh walks into the woods. So was he like right outside your glass door right, or something? Right outside my glass. So like how far from you was this bear when you saw it? Five feet. Oh my god. And it stood up on its hind legs when like right when you looked at it? S- sort of. Like he didn't like do the whole like cinematic yeah, stand rawr, up like sure. uh, that Leonardo right, yeah, DiCaprio movie. But he, he like kind of backed up because I startled him. It was a super dark, right? He just kind of like saw something moving inside. And I was like, holy shit. Like. And he just stands and he, and he starts running into the woods. But I, oh dude, now I'm gosh. scared as shit to go outside. I would be too. I'd be terrified. So, Do you have a fence of anything? Any no. Kind of, like nothing back there? Oh, God. I think a fence would matter. <laughs> so <laughs> I've, I've <laughs> Maybe. spent, I've spent a, an unhealthy amount of time YouTubing videos of bears. <laughs> Don't ask. Um, but I'll have you know that if it was a black bear, they're honestly pretty cute, pretty harmless. I mean, they might eat your face. Like, that is possible. But it's not a brown bear like grizzly yeah. bears. So, like, you're good. Like, honestly, next time, go outside. Give him a high five. Maybe ask him for fantasy advice because you need it. I do. I tried. I went out there to my, my barbecue grill. I was trying to smoke him out and see if I could get him, like, he smelled uh, meats, you know, but nothing. But anyways, all right. So you guys think Bapes is gonna win? I think I am. Uh, I'm gonna hang in there and do my best. And what do we got next? What's the next preview? We got real quick. I just I want to give a quick shout out before we move to the next segment. Like Tally, we don't talk about you enough. Like we clearly didn't think you were worth talking about in this episode. <laughs> I feel bad about it. So I think next week we're definitely gonna preview your game and probably holding court. We love. Oh you guys. yeah, I see. I just uh, we don't have any more things to preview. We don't think that anything else is interesting except for Buddy Danger and Bapes. And that's all that matters. And we've, we've already gotten to the locks that are going on this week. Holy shit. Um, lots of that going down. Um, anything else yeah. you guys want to talk about this upcoming week or, or any any of the pending matchups? No, I think the, the, the big stuff are the are the four locks now. That we, we, you know, we thought it was three at the start of this episode. And, oh, and now shit. we're at four. So we, we, got, we got four locks to look forward to. That's probably going to be like big topic of discussion next week. So we already got a preview for next week, guys. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Uh, lots of locks. I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed. Uh, and I think a few people are going to say, oh, huh, thanks for the ball. Uh, that was nice of you. Uh, but let's get into America's new favorite segment. The Jackie Battle of the Week. All right. So Jackie Battle of the Week. It can mean anything that you want it to mean. All right. And we mean that. In the sincerest way. And this week's Jackie Battle of the Week is someone who I aspire to be. And that is Earl Thomas for flipping off the Seattle Seahawks after breaking his leg, I think, and being carted off the field in a contract year in which he wanted to be traded 
or given an extension. It was yes. a beautiful, beautiful picture of just how gross the free agency and the way that the the NFLPA has negotiated, you know, salary caps and how transactions totally work agreed. in the NFL. It is just there's a gross reality. And that right there, I think, encapsulates the entire fucking reason Le'Veon Bell is doing what he's doing. Fully and it agreed. Just, it punctuates it, right? I fully agree. I, I, the first thing I thought was the Le'Veon Bell situation. It, it's 100% why he's holding out, why he's doing all this. Because Earl Thomas was one of those, let's go to work kind of guys. You know, I'm not going to hurt my team. And now it's going to hurt his pocketbook. He literally just lost millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah, dude, That's he, why he's he, he off was his basically bench. like they they talked him into coming back. They talked him into not holding out. Like, don't be that guy. You got to be in here and be a man and be a teammate and come in here with your brothers. And then look what happens to him in his personal financial life. That sucks. So totally agreed. I, so I don't even I, I saw that it happened. And obviously, we're all thinking Bell um, because the league is ruthless. And, you know, I've, you, you side in a camp, right? You side on the player side or you side on, you know, the owner side. But I didn't catch the middle finger thing. So was he flipping off like the Seahawks, like the players, the coaches, the fans? Like, it was or was it just like fuck at, everything? So I think he was like kind of on the other side of the field with yeah. the cart. But it was aimed at the bench, like across the field. It wasn't like up. At, he was like, flipping off everyone. But right. I think we know that he wasn't flipping off his teammates. I think we can Agreed. kind of assume that that he's flipping Agreed. off everyone else involved. It was more of a symbolic thing, in my opinion. Like I would agree with that. Was it an away game too? I don't know, I but he was on their bench. Like the other team was high fiving right. him. Right, yeah. exactly. It happened I, on the other side of the field. Yeah, I see the stills. So I want to say um, Earl Thomas is a baller. I mad respect for him for for trying to play. But like, dude, that middle finger should be pointed at yourself because like you did this to yourself. You should have known better. Yeah, like I, I guess I don't know the numbers. So is it on it, is it on players then to to stand up and hold out and make these kind of decisions? Like abso- absolutely, I'm completely in Le'Veon Bell's camp in the in this regard. And if the same situation applies to Earl Thomas, like that's on you, man. You know that that is the risk that you're taking. Again, I love you, but you have that's to be true. smart. He did man. make that decision. Yeah, you made that decision, man. Like if you had the option to hold out, like you should have done that because this is exactly why. And the but when you hold out, you lose money too. You know what I'm saying? So, so there's an, it's 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 a you know high risk, high reward, maybe low sure. reward. Again, I don't know number numbers. I'm bad at math, so I, it I depends could be totally on the person. I could be totally wrong on this, but there is an element of like I I love you, dude, but I feel bad because that middle finger should be pointed at you. You did this to yourself. You got to be smart because the owners don't give a fuck about you at all. Yeah. I think it just proves the fact that there is no such thing as team loyalty. So the whole like players being loyal is kind of a facade that's just marketed to people. Exactly. Yeah. Why would you be loyal? They do. They need to work this into the next CBA. The NBA is a shining star when it comes to any of this shit. Right. But they Mm -hmm. have there's there's dark backsides of that, too, right now. Where like, you've got someone you know, the whole like Paul George situation back with the Pacers is a, a kind of a good example of that. Well, people, there's that, but I, I mean more specifically, shitty players that have like max contracts. Like Carl Anthony uh, Towns is guaranteed like 130 million dollars. Right. I mean, he's not that shitty of a player, but yes, he's, I understand. If you're talking point. about a Carl Anthony Towns equivalent in the NFL, they're not making anywhere near 130 million guaranteed dollars. I think a better example is like Solomon Hill. I remember his contract was insane. Uh, let's see how much he's making a year. It's like twelve it's million a year. And, and, and he's making twelve million a year. You probably never heard of him. Every single contract fully guaranteed. 
right? So that's Probably the major difference. And that's the shift that we're seeing now this year, this this preseason when, when Kirk Cousins signed with the Vikings, he had an his, a historic amount was guaranteed money. And that's what we're going to start seeing more and more of, at least from these top-tier players, especially when they hit full-on open free agency and, and teams are bidding on them. They're going to require guaranteed cash from now on. Sorry, you just mentioned Kirk Cousins. Why do we not have the uh, the you like that drop uh, in this podcast? It's you like that, all right? It's not you like that. <laughs> and uh, we'll work on that. We'll get that one. Um, I like you like that better. I haven't really heard him yell you like that, and I feel like it would just sound like <laughs> he's trying to be like Dracula or something. It's stupid. <laughs> So anyways, uh, yeah, I, I take it back a little bit. I feel bad for Earl Thomas. I, I definitely side in the player's camp. Hold out. Get your money. The league is ruthless, but, dude, feel for you. It, it sucks. Not like you're going to listen to the podcast or anything, but... Oh, he will. <laughs> All right. All right, let's get into the next bit that everybody is starting to love. And um, I don't know. I think they're pretending... Um, that we're going to stop doing this soon, so they're just pretending to like this whole thing. But we're going to keep fucking doing it, all right? Shit list. All right, we got some shit lists. And I'm going to get mine out of the way real quick because uh, it's very obvious as to what it should be right now. And that is internet in Florida. And I didn't think that this was going to be an issue. Um, literally during the day, I never have problems. But then we start doing this fucking show. And anytime my internet r- realizes that I'm doing anything affiliated with this fucking league, it decides that it just needs to turn off for like 35 seconds and then make me start everything over again. So my shit list is Spectrum Internet. Fuck you, Spectrum. Is that a real yeah, thing? Fuck Spectrum, internet companies Spectrum, in you don't you don't have one of the conglomerates down there? You don't have Spectrum a is um, Bright House. It is you've never yeah. heard of those? Spectrum's mm. big. We have we have Bright House and Spectrum around here. Yeah. No. I actually I actually had them for a while. I, I liked them more than Comcast, but where I when I moved to this house all I had is Comcast, which sucks. But hey, my internet doesn't drop out. <sighs> Sorry about you, buddy. All right, who's up? Uh, all right, I'll go. Mine's pretty straightforward. We kind of already touched on it, but it's just putting up a potential high score and splitting one-on-one. And uh, I feel for Coheeds, he, he's he experienced it. A lot of other people have experienced it. And it's probably even worse in other leagues. I'm thankful for the at least the fact that I can split one-on-one and I don't just uh, get a, a loss and don't get anything out of putting up a potential high score that would win mainly any other week. So that's my shit list. And tangentially... Uh, just going back, we talked about it. Like you were just hoping to split your weeks up until Ingram is back. Ingram is now for the back. most part, right? And, and, and you came out uh, over five, five and three. Yeah, yeah, right. So you're you're in good shape, man. Like yeah. so, I've I get enjoyed the, it. Yeah, fun it's right so far. It's unfortunate, but uh, I think you're in good shape. Agreed. Uh, uh, so for my shit list, uh, I didn't even put this in. I was told it's been in the show doc for the two week uh, hiatus that I've taken from this podcast, but. It's fine. I'm cool with it. And my shit list would be the PC police. So people that don't know how to take a joke. And I guess I have to point the finger back at me because I didn't realize the whole fucking thing was a joke to begin with. Um, But had it been real? Yeah, I don't like people taking things out of context and not understanding. It was a joke about Buddy Danger not doing anything. Let's be very clear about that. And he happened and his wife happens to be a woman. That's what it was. Joke's on me, actually, because I didn't realize it, and I'm super gullible, and it was just fourth and nine inches in any given Sunday conspiring against me, so fuck y'all. Very well <laughs> acted, though. I will say she did a fantastic job. Oh, it was that beautiful. Was, it was beautiful. Yeah. I told you, 30 minutes ago, before we started this show, I was like, were they, was she really mad at me? Yeah. 
<laughs> well, she might have no. been, and then she saw how we all reacted, and she was like, I'm going to get off of this. I'm not going to die on this hill. <laughs> <laughs> Applause. I'll, I'll, I'll allow her to speak for herself. Because we did, if we're going to no, be honest. No major ill intent. She throws the accusation out there, and we all, and I'm guilty more than any of the rest of you, we all just jump into the chat room, and we just start hurling sexist insults. To just, just fire like, emojis everywhere. Just, just throw some uh, some lighter fluid on the fire, but uh, fuck it. But uh, so yeah, so those are our shit lists. So obviously we have to keep it nice before we get the fuck out of here. Love list. Let's All right, my love list, and I didn't write this down, so this is surprising for both of you guys. Um, I think we might have talked about this before. Uh, it was on someone's shit list, right? It was roughing the passer, right? Shit list, oh roughing gosh. the passer rule. This thing sucks. It's on my love list now. And let me explain to you why. Please. Uh, something no. we wanted to talk about was literally the sheer volume of points that offenses are putting out in the NFL right now. And I personally would attribute some of that to this roughing the passer penalty and not necessarily the small instances where it's actually used or the flag is thrown for roughing the passer, but the mindset that it's obviously putting these defensive players in because they're not as good as they used to be. And the points are coming fast and heavy and I'm down for it. I'm here for it. So I'm all in for this roughing the passer penalty. Give me more penalties. So, so, so just to expand on that, uh, this has been a historical year in general. So let me just kind of give you these these this rundown. So 3,030 points have been scored, Splash. which is the most through week four in NFL history. The previous one was 2012 with 2,986. All right, so now touchdowns, 344 touchdowns, most Splash. through week four NFL history. Previous was 332, 2015. And then uh, touchdown passes, 228 are the most through week four in NFL history. Previous one was 205 in 2013. So it Splash. is a offensive year so far. Touchdowns galore, and none of them to Julio Jones. What the fuck? Yeah, or to my team. Or to your or team. Or anyone on my team. Yeah, so well, that kind of sucks. You, but that is my draft, love I'll... list. It's the roughing the passer penalty. Embrace it. Enjoy it. It makes Sunday better. All right? Who's up next? Uh, I'm going to jump in just to knock this out real quick. Again, I didn't write this in, but I do love it. Uh, I love fantasy football again. I, uh, I shit the bed two weeks in a row, week two, week three. I scored probably the lowest amount of points. It was real, real ugly. But then you loved it again. So I'm, I'm honestly mm. kind of worried that this is going to be my season. So week one, I put up the most points. Week four, I put up the most points and the most points ever in the league. And the two weeks in between, it was ugly. So In the 80s. Right, yeah, 80s. It was awful. This is half point Literally PPR. half your score. Half your Un score this week. Un unbelievable. So uh, I'm loving fantasy football now, and it's going to be on my shit list next week. Love it. All right, Blitz, what you got for us? What are you loving on? Uh, so, uh, kind of going to go the whole nerd route cause I'm kind of a nerd and love video games. But, uh, last weekend after I watched the Colts game was hanging out with some of my friends and we pulled up breath of the wild on the switch game of the year. And I finally got to see what all the fuss was about. And the game was amazing. And not only is this kind of a breath of the wild love, but it's really more about emulators. So I don't give a fuck about consoles. I play on my PC and PC master uh, race, PC yes. master race all the way. That's right. Fuck anything else. 
I, I literally spent all my earnings last year on building a computer. So thank you for the thousand dollars, everybody. I built a fucking <laughs> powerhouse machine. Nerd. And and so. So what are you emulating? emulators? So I figured out that there's a way because uh, Breath of the Wild it's on the Switch, but it also got ported to the Wii U, which guess what? has a working emulator so i have been working to get that set up on my machine i remember back in the day emulating like snes games and nintendo games playing earthbound beating that game for, for the is first time is that as time, far so. as the is that as far as the emulators have gone is to the wii u or can you emulate better consoles? i didn't really look into the switch or like any of the playstation or xbox stuff but so really, you know like really the only thing like you know if we're going to kind of talk about video games and consoles in general like it's all about exclusives which i would put exclusives probably yeah. on my shit list but uh pc yeah, that's not like kind of why emulators even work so on the emulator side well first off breath of the wild fantastic game absolutely love it on the emulator side one thing that you did not mention is you well you alluded to it you said i've been trying to get it set up yeah this shit's very, hard man I'm, I'm very curious how long it has taken you to get this thing set up. Can you share well, with us? Well, it, okay, so I got started on it two days ago, but yesterday I didn't have a chance to work on it at all. <laughs> okay, so you worked all day and it didn't work yeah, is what you're lying. saying. No, it's, it wasn't even all day. It's literally I got home from work, I spent like an hour on it, and then I made dinner. But I did find some tutorial videos, like I found everything I needed, and then uh, basically gonna when I have a free moment probably tomorrow at some point. Do you have to compile before anything? Before the football game. No, you just have to like download a bunch of programs. It's like a separate program to get the games uh, versus, uh, you know, like running the emulator. <laughs> you're going to have with seven. the emulator. There's like mods, and I can have like better graphic packs, so it's not looking like shit because I have an amazing computer. Why don't you just try to, to run the good? Why don't you just try to get the game spun up without seventeen viruses in Russia hacking into your <laughs> shit with what it's going to hey, take I'm to get safe. the emulator up? <laughs> yeah, I, right. I practice safe PC downloading. <laughs> Straight from Love Eduardo Snow. I wear internet condoms. <laughs> so, yeah. It, it's And, yeah. So, it's fun. Emulators. Fun stuff. Play video yeah. games on your PC. PC Master Race. All right, y'all. So, that's our shit list. That's our love list. That's what we liked. And that's what we hated. Uh, we recapped. That, we previewed. Show, huh? We commercialed. We uh, just chit-chatted at the beginning. And we also... Um, well, I can speak for myself in saying that... I retired and I unretired all in the same evening. So enjoy that. Mm. Uh, we're going to be back again next week. Good luck to everybody yes. this week. Be um, sure to like and subscribe. Smash that button. Yeah. So hit us up. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Same Play, level Twitter. You know, at same level on Twitter. Yes. All those things. Hit us up. Uh, and we will be na- back here next week. And so for Blitzed, for 10 Foot on Buddy Danger, this is Same Level. We'll see you next week. Later. <laughs>
Absolutely. I'm always looking for Jack Doyle. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>